Deep inside every one of us is a lion waiting to be unleashed. Are you ready to be unleashed into your destiny? As we stand on the edge of time, the web of deception is being unraveled. Carl Joseph offers you the red pill and the keys to unlock the shackles of your mind. Get ready to be transformed by God's supernatural power. Let's join him now. Friend, I welcome you to the Lions Unchained podcast, and I want to thank you for listening each and every week, as I felt that now was a good time to finally connect with my growing audience. You know, I wanted to say firstly how excited and thankful I am for the people who are tuning in each week, and quite frankly, the podcast has grown faster than I had envisaged. Praise God, and to Jesus be all the glory. Now, let's start out with the objective of this podcast. My goal is for you, the listener, to fulfill God's plan and purpose for your life. The righteous are as bold as a lion, friend, and I want you to embrace this call to boldness. I want you to be propelled into the destiny that God has for you. There truly is a lion or lioness dormant within you, and once unleashed by the truth, you will be able to impact this society for Christ to a greater degree. Take a look around you, friend. We live in a leadership vacuum right now. Many of the mighty men and women of God who I greatly admired from the 80s and 90s have long gone to be with the Lord. Ministers like Brother Shambok, John Osteen, Lester Summerall, Derek Prince, Fred Price, Charles Capps, Kenneth E. Hagen, Charles and Francis Hunter, and the list goes on. I miss these leaders very much, and frankly, we need people like them in a time like this. But what if you're looking around for the next leader to rise up and God is calling you to lead this and the coming generation? Instead of looking over your shoulder, you should be looking in the mirror, friend. Amen? The men and women I just mentioned lived out the full number of their days. Now it's up to you, friend, to rise up with the time God has given you and fulfill his calling. We've got to get out of this man of God mindset, waiting for the next mighty man or woman to save us. The coming revival will only occur as each and every one of us is mobilized in God's army on an individual basis. This awakening in many of us will cause a collective catalyst to see us through until Christ returns. We are to occupy until he comes, not shrink back in fear. We need Christian leaders who will boldly proclaim the truth and won't hold back but let the chips fall where they may. We need more leaders like you, friend. I believe you are one of those called to lead at such a time as this. Now, some ministers want to be popular, but we're not called to be popular. We're called to preach the truth. Amen. Some will seek popularity at the expense of their own integrity, and I've promised God that I won't do that. Thankfully, this podcast is gaining popularity, for which I'm very grateful, but the salty content will not change one iota. I'm going to speak the truth in love, knowing full well that love is both nurturing and corrective. As ministers, we must purvey both sides of God's love story to humanity. So I'm looking at some of the demographics of our audience, and I'm delighted to say we have a good balance between the ladies and gents in the audience. But we also have quite a few teenagers and young people in their early to mid-twenties tuning in each week, which I'm very proud of. Listen to me, young folk. God's word will endure through future generations for sure, and you represent the leaders of tomorrow. 
Here's a quick example of God's enduring word. The 18th century French philosopher, Francois-Marie Aru, who went by the pseudonym Voltaire, was educated in a Jesuit school and highly impacted by their teachings. He became a God-hater and once said, quote, Christianity is the most ridiculous, the most absurd and bloody religion that has ever infected the world, unquote. He basically had the audacity to call Christianity a disease. Well, in his final assault against God in his dying state, Voltaire arrogantly stated, 50 years from now, the world will hear no more about the Bible. But God has a sense of humor, friend, because exactly 50 years later, the Geneva Bible Society bought the very press that Voltaire used to print his philosophical statements, and they used it to print more Bibles. Case in point, God's word will endure despite the critics. Now, I started this podcast a few months back by placing online some of the radio broadcasts that I'd recorded for a station here in the Denver Metroplex. I had some encouraging feedback from that and decided to put them on the internet so anyone and everyone could access them 24-7. Well, quite frankly, it wasn't me who had the idea. It was my lovely wife. She said one evening, Honey, why don't you put some of those MP3s on the internet so people can listen at their own convenience? The light bulb went off, friend. Duh. Not only can that woman make a mean sweet tea and awesome raccoon souffle, but she has launched this podcast. Amen. I'm just kidding. My wife comes from the South. I'm having a giggle, uh, a bit of a joke with you about the raccoon souffle. No disrespect to the Southern people represent. My in-laws reside there and they're awesome folk. They don't cook raccoon. It's a myth. Okay. It's just a legend or I think it is. The point is, I want to connect with you, Mr. or Mrs. or Miss Listener, because you are the lifeblood of my ministry. Oops, I said it. My ministry, news alert. This is Jesus' ministry, and I'm honored to share his holy word with the masses. Now, we have a strong domestic audience here in the U.S. with all states represented, but also we have an international flavor to the podcast. Check this out. I'm going to list out some of the countries who are listening right now. We have, in addition to the U.S., Canada, France, Jamaica, Bahamas, Kenya, Ghana, Mexico, Cameroon, South Africa, Nigeria, China, Japan, Germany, Sweden, Australia. Did I say Australia, mate? I can't believe I said that. And then we have New Zealand, which is a little deeper, amen, New Zealand. Philippines, Ireland, Wales. Shout out to everybody from Wales, all right? Thanks for listening. And then we have Scotland. And basically in Scotland, you have two accents. The first one is the most well-known, which of course is Sean. Sean Connor, yes. If you talk like that, yes, Miss Moneypenny, yes, that's Sean. And then you have your standard Scottish accent where they talk like that. Uh, it sounds very brazen and tough, and it's true. It's true. That's a Scottish accent. But now and again, you can go back into Sean. And, of course, we have England. I mean, there's so many accents in England. You could go on and on. You have the, you've got the standard Scouse accent. Hey, mate, what are you talking about? It's great. I'm listening to the Lions Unchained podcast. All right. That's standard Scouse. You've got Mancunian, where it's a little bit more nasal, where they talk like that, you know. I lived in Manchester for four years, so I know how you talk. And then you've got my favourite, which is the West Country, where they talk like that, a little bit like Devon Way, Somerset, like that type of accent there, nor, you know. And then, of course, you've got Newcastle, mate, where they talk like that. Like, come on, man, what you're talking about? And if you'd ever want to read a nice bedtime story to the children, 
You might want to consider a little bit of Cockney, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, once upon a time, little Red Riding Hood was walking through the woods and she stumbled across a bear. You know, that, that kind of gentle accent. Um, <laughs> I'm totally messing with you. No disrespect to any part of the nation. I love the diversity of the accents and I love doing them. I missed Ireland. There's two Irish accents. There's the North, where they're more nasal nor, where they talk like that. That's right, they're nor. It is. And then the South is a little bit more rhythmical and poetry. Arr. It's good to be here in Castleford. Arr. Yes. Anyway, I am getting off track. I like to do accents, friend. I did them as a kid. I got thrown out of some classes in school for doing them too. It's confession time. But I wanted to thank my international audience greatly. I wanted to thank you for listening. Friend, I'm here today to ask four things of you. Firstly, if any of my podcasts have encouraged you in any way or you might have learned something, I'd love to hear from you. I love to hear from listeners for sure. Some people have reached out with prayer requests. We appreciate that and we try to get back to you as soon as we can. But like I said, if you've enjoyed any of the articles in the blog section or if you're a listener to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Pandora, iHeart, Pocket Casts, Castro and so on or whatever platform you're listening from, I would love to hear from you, friend. You can write me anytime. My email address is info at carljosephministries.com. That's info at carljosephministries.com. And I will try to get back to you as soon as I can. Secondly, if you feel these podcasts could help other people, please share them with your friends, family, and colleagues. Thirdly, there are financial needs to run this ministry, believe it or not. There was a sizable financial investment to get the website up and running and spreading the word on Spotify. Then we have website maintenance, podcast hosting fees to keep everything running smoothly. We have website design. We have the time and effort it takes to study and record and produce and edit these programs. And it goes without saying, we're a non-profit organization with the requisite documentation from the IRS and the state of Colorado to ensure that your financial contributions are tax deductible. You will receive a letter from us in the mail with the summation of your calendar year contribution. Now, up front, these are all financial commitments that we've made by faith, in order to get the ministry up and running. However, in order to continue, we believe the Lord will provide sufficiently for us as we progress. And how will this be achieved, you might ask, by listeners who are willing to come alongside us in this endeavor to spread the gospel, listeners like yourself. I believe there are two kinds of listener out there, some who are willing to make a one-time contribution as the Lord leads, and another category which comprises of partners who are willing to consistently give on a monthly basis. I believe there are at least 50 listeners out there who are willing to partner with us by donating on a monthly basis. But all I would want you to do, friend, is pray and ask the Father what he wants you to give, if at all. Set aside some time and ask the Father whether he wants you to give into this ministry. I'm not talking about tithing, which you do to your local church, but offerings in addition to any tithes. The way I look at it, friend, is what you don't give as a charitable deduction, you end up paying more in taxes anyway. So why not place your money in God's kingdom and you will have an eternal reward. Amen? In order to donate, 
you would simply visit our website, carljosephministries.com. Click the Donate button at the top right of the homepage, and you have the option of one-time, weekly, monthly, or quarterly giving. So as I said, please pray and ask the Lord what he would have you do, friend. It's easy to set up reoccurring contributions. These funds will help me accomplish my commitment to share weekly teachings and continue helping people fulfill their God-given potential. And fourthly, there are listeners out there who are willing to set aside some time to pray and intercede for this ministry. If you are one of those people who has a heart for intercession, please shoot me an email. I would love to hear from you too. Prayer is essential to the advancement of God's kingdom, and without it, we wouldn't get very far. So your contribution is vital also. Now, let me share two brief testimonies with you about giving, and there are many others I could have shared with you, but I feel pressed to share these two specifically. When you sow into this ministry, I don't just want you to give and forget, okay? I don't want you to just give and forget about it. No, I want you to attach your faith to your giving. I want you to use your faith and believe the Lord will reward you for your obedience. Now, when I went to Tulsa to attend Bible college, I needed to sell my house badly at the time. Uh, And it wasn't a good time to be selling a house in the housing market. It was poor. Uh, My value had dropped a fair bit and I needed to access the equity. So God put it on my heart to sow into a brother in Christ who I'd been in prison ministry with, and he was about to go on a missions trip to Argentina. Anyway, so the amount I gave to him pretty much paid for all of his trip. But in doing so, the Lord assured me that I would sell my house in a timely fashion. Lo and behold, a few weeks prior to the start of Bible school, my house sold for a fair price in comparison to the market. God is faithful, friend, and it was a minor miracle to sell it in that market at the time. In another instance, the day after I arrived in Tulsa to start my studies, I was filling gas when a young lady with three screaming kids in the back seat pulled up alongside me. Immediately there and then, God spoke to me and said, fill that woman's gas tank, give her $20 and buy her groceries. At first, I was hesitant, as she might have thought I was a Fruit Loop. But friend, God strongly urged me to do it. I kept checking with my inner spirit man. He kept saying it. When I did so, I did exactly what the Lord told me to do. She literally started crying her eyes out at the gas pump. It was an emotional uh, outburst because there was a lot of frustration in her life. She'd recently gotten saved. She was praying for provision. As a single mom, she was struggling, and me obeying the Lord was literally an answer to her prayers. Friend, if Holy Spirit places an urgency on your heart to help someone out, do so. It's a blessing for them and for you. When I drove off, the Lord told me that by the end of October, I would have the job I was believing for. I had to pay two sets of education fees. I was doing a master's at the same time. I was also working part-time as a consultant, and I was believing for a consultancy position. Check this out. On October the 30th, yes, God is literal, I received a consultancy position at a local company, and I was greatly blessed by that affiliation. Why am I telling you all of this? Because what he has done for me, friend, he will do for you. God is no respecter of persons. We don't give for the intent of receiving in return. But by attaching your faith, God uses your seed to bless you at opportune times. God wants you to fulfill your potential, and financial stewardship is a vital part of that.
Friend, I am honoured to serve you with these podcasts. I'm looking down the list here, and we've got some great titles coming up, like Artificial Intelligence and the Beast System, The Dangers of Philosophy, How to Hear God's Voice, Theosophy, Doctrine of Demons, Our Curse is Real, The Raptures, Parts 1 through 3, Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood, and so forth. Many more coming your way, so I'm excited for what's ahead. Along those lines, please email me and share what subject matter you would like to hear in some of the coming podcasts. I am open to that. Let me end this session now by praying for you, friend. If you're in a position to bow your head right now and close your eyes, please do so. If you're driving, don't do it. Father, in the name of your precious Son, Jesus Christ, I pray for favor, wisdom, strength, and discernment for my brother or sister in the Lord. I thank you that you are causing a hunger and thirst in them like never before to read your word and seek your face. If they need physical healing, mental relief, or financial assistance, or whatever they're in need of, I am in agreement and declare right now, according to the law of Matthew eighteen nineteen, that where two are touching anything in agreement, it shall be done by my heavenly Father. Father, I thank you for bringing them into my life as a listener in my podcast, and I speak a special blessing over their lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Friend, stay tuned as I'm here for the long haul. Until next time. You've been listening to Carl Joseph and the Lions Unchained podcast. Carl is a minister who's witnessed God's supernatural power to save, heal, and deliver. Carl is a unique researcher who investigates current affairs, societal trends, technology, cults, and end-time events, all through a biblical lens. Every Monday, new podcasts are uploaded, so stay tuned for the next opportunity to roar into victory. Check out carljosephministries.com for exciting articles, teachings, and discussion points. See you next week, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button 